Hi everyone, this is Bidith Eugene. I'm your host of Chats with Bob, and we have a special, special company and on Kidpreneur here with us for our first episode. Um, everyone meet Gabby. I'm gonna let her introduce herself and um, tell us a little bit about her company, where we can um, find her products, and how many years you've been in business. Yeah, so hi, my name is Gabby Goodwin. I am 12, I'm 13 years old, and I'm the CEO of Confidence and the inventor of Gabby Bows, uh, the first and patented double face, double snap barrette. Um, and I've been in business for about for six years. We started in February of 2014, and we have been going strong ever since. Wow, congratulations. So let's get started with um, what made you start your business venture? Yeah, so I, I was little, I guess every, um, especially black girl or black woman definitely understand when you had to sit down and get your hair done for about 15, 20 minutes and your mom would put those barrettes, uh, plastic barrettes only had one face and uh, they didn't really stay in. And so I would just go uh, to school, just be a regular girl, be a regular kid and run around and, you know, and I come home after 20 minutes of work <laughs> that my mom did, it would all be destroyed and it would just be a mess. Uh, so I, well not me, but my mom uh, saw the problem that I was having and that she was having. It's been a generational problem, which that's just me, it's my mom, it's my grandma, mm -hmm. they've all lost barrettes. Uh, so she went on Twitter to rant about how these barrettes weren't staying in my hair and how they uh, just didn't work and a lot of other moms were agreeing with her and talking about how terrible these barrettes were and so our pastor jumped into the conversation um, and said sounds like a market you need to break into so as I said I was about five and I, I'm, I'm a very optimistic person but you know when you're a kid it's just a lot bigger <laughs> and so I've always wanted to inspire people and when she told me that uh, there were a lot of people who didn't really want to deal with those threats anymore, that she was frustrated. Um, I kept nagging my mom. I kept asking her, hey, why can't we make a bow? When are my bows coming? When are we gonna make my bows? So uh, I kept pushing her we would be walking in the grocery store. I'd be like, mom, are my bow's gonna be sold in this store. I was really excited. Um, and I started the business when I was about seven. So uh, two years of sitting at the kitchen table, Figuring out, figuring out what we can do um, different to make the barrette stay in. Um, and so one thing was definitely having the barrette stay in. So they have teeth and craters to trap the hair in place uh, so they won't come out and they sandwich the hair in place. But then also my grandma had a pet peeve of when they would turn around and you would only see that one face or you would see that strip um, at the back and so she would very she would be very uh, frustrated and uh, tell my mom why don't you put those breads in right or anything like that so um, I, we thought of my grandma we thought of her pet peeve and we thought of a lot of other people who had that problem and decided to put two faces on them as well so um, as I said, it sandwiches it in place and then also you don't have to see the back of a barrette while you're running around and doing anything. So yeah, those, that is how we started the Gabby Bows or Confidence. I'm just hoping that with this interview, it can you know inspire people who have big ideas to actually just 
come on, do something, start. You have to start um, somewhere and that it is possible to be successful. You're 12 or 13? 13. 13 years old, started a business with your mom or started a business um, at seven um, years old with the idea at five. So that, you know, it's possible. We can make things happen. And so what were some hurdles you faced in starting your business? Uh, I guess a big hurdle is like, people not taking me seriously. I mean, it's just a little six-year-old girl running around with an idea. You don't really <laughs> want to, you don't really know that she's very invested into it. And I still kind of get that same, uh, I guess, response now. Uh, but I mean, if people hear me speak and they're like, oh, she's very passionate. Uh, but coming up when I was six to probably about maybe even 11, I don't think <laughs> it's probably that. But a lot of people didn't really take me seriously. Uh, if they heard from my mom, they'll be like, oh, okay, this is a great business. But if you heard from me, uh, it probably <laughs> wouldn't be the same outcome. And plus, I was very shy uh, growing up. Uh, it's not not like I had any insecurities or anything, but I just didn't want to talk to people yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and um, it, it was definitely hard for me to come out of that shell at first. Uh, and you can see at the very beginning, we shot a commercial. Uh, and I had most of the lines before we shot it, but uh, if you watch the video now, all my mom is saying is the whole entire commercial, and I'm only saying like two lines, and then I'm holding the necklace the whole entire time that I have on. So I was very shy. Uh, that's another hurdle, but just being able to speak in front of people, um, whether that's vendor shows or actual speaking engagements or interviews, I was able to come out of that shell and really grow in confidence and in my courage as well. So those are a few hurdles or uh, obstacles that I faced before or during the journey of the business. And you conquered it and hustled today. What inspires Gabby? Uh, just me, I guess, just to see people that look up to me and I guess, to um, see that they really are chasing their dreams because I talked to them, because I did an interview, because I'm going live and answering their questions, anything like that, just to um, inspire, especially young black girls. And uh, just because we know there's a lot of stereotypes or standards on today's society, you have to look this way to be pretty, you have to do this to be successful. And uh, th those are very, heavily pushed down on black mm -hmm. girls. So yeah. uh, for me to be able to break those stereotypes, to break those standards and to go for my dreams and achieve them, I definitely want to um, inspire not only girls and boys, adults, but um, especially young black girls uh, to go for their dreams because I guess a lot of people in society won't really push you to do that if you're a person of color, if you're female. So just push yourself. I just want people to learn that and for them to believe in themselves uh, so they can achieve what they want to. Yeah, and honestly, it's like being you is your like your magic power. Like just even looking at you right now, like I'm getting goosebumps because it, you're. You, you look like my cousin. No, you don't have makeup on. You don't have a long weave. It's just a normal person that I can identify with. If I were younger, being able to look at you and be able to say, I can see myself in you. And so if she can do it, I can do it too. So just you bringing yourself as you is just powerful. So I just hope you know that it's very special um, what you're doing. Um, just even in this interview.
just like this, like coming as you with your natural hair, glowing with your black joy. Like I'm just loving all of it. So um, what are some things that you are doing to inspire other um, business owners of color? I guess so. Um, you know, I'm in different, I'm not really in different groups, but I mean, like I have definitely friends that are entrepreneurs that probably I, I, I really did look up to as well. And now I can say that they're my friends and they're partners. But um, for me to take, I guess, their advice and um, other people's advice as well, we have a Mommy and Me Entrepreneurship Academy, um, which we have 50 girls from 16 states. Uh, all across the country that have their own businesses under our brand. So they're able to sell the hair products, the barrettes, the box. They're able to have an affiliate link where every sale they leave there, they get 25% of. So we have one-year-olds already making money. <laughs> so it's, it's very cute to see them. Uh, and it's definitely um, a great thing to see what they've done because they've they went through the same thing that I went through where they were very shy. They didn't want to get in front of the camera and now they're twirling and very excited to be in front of the camera and to talk to people. Um, so just to see them um, and to you know, see what they're posting on social media or see them in Zoom calls or meetings or anything. But uh, it's just great to see them and to encourage them, even if they work for themselves in the future, if they work for somebody else, they're able to take this advice and they're able to um, go with it. And some of them have already had or already had businesses when they got into the academy. Um, and it's not just the girls as well, it's also the moms. So it's me, I guess, taking care of the girls, but then also my mom is giving advice uh, to the moms or the parents or whoever is um, in charge of the child. Mm -hmm. And um, they're able to give them advice because a lot of uh, the moms in the academy have um, side hustles or startup businesses. So uh, it's just a great community. And we're also uh, very grateful to help them grow in their child's businesses and also in their businesses as well. I love it, love it, love it. I want to just break it down a little bit more why I love that because I did see that and I was just like, oh my God, that is so cute. But um, I, the way I think of it too is um, twofold. So then you have the kids that are um, learning to be entrepreneurs while selling a black owned business product. I think it's amazing because when I think of it, because you do have honestly, with um you have a lot of um individuals some in our community where we're always looking not it's not per se to you know have a side hustle or whatever it is but there is that entrepreneurial spirit that's in some of us and you know you want an outlet and i remember as a um, kid i would sell you know chocolates and stuff like that at school so i think it's kind of cool to be able like to actually sell something and stand behind something that you know I can identify with, I know that it's, you know, from my community, um, just as a young person. And from the mom standpoint of the moms helping um, the kids sell this and being mompreneurs while, you know, doing this with their kid, it helps in two folds of being able to build that bond with your child. And honestly, like you said, the side hustle thing, at the end of the day, there are some families that need extra income to come into their, you know, into their family. And there's a lot of moms, you know, that would love to bring in money into their family one way or another. So to be able to sell, um, you know, your bows, I think is amazing because 
there, there got to be a lot of moms that they probably know. And so I think that's amazing, both for the um, child and for the mom. Um, so that's really, really cool. What is your favorite um, memory as a business owner? Well, that's one thing or my favorite thing in business is traveling and going different places and meeting different people. I mean, I'm not doing it right now. There were a lot of good trips that I've been on or been or met people uh there's I guess, there's a lot of memories in those trips but i guess one uh, could be like i'm in a, i'm a part of a youth not really just entrepreneurs but it's more like a uh, kid or teen uh activists entrepreneurs uh and uh, we usually do something every october in st louis and so uh, it's called, I'm part of Independent Youth, uh, and that has Michaela Almer from Me and the Bees, uh, that has Zolly Pops or Lena from Zolly Pops. There's a lot of people that I've looked up to um, before I actually met them, and to meet them for the first time, I was like, oh my God, like, you are Michaela. <laughs> so it's, it was really cool to meet them for the first time, and now we are uh, very good friends, and it's just very cool to travel and see new places and see new cultures, but also just meet new people and meet new customers and new connections and relationships that we can use later on in life. Nice, and with that organization, is it an activist? Type or, um, uh, it's more entrepreneurs. Uh, there are uh, there's entrepreneurs, there's authors, there's uh, there's people that help homeless. There's a lot of different people, but they're all just, um, they're making a difference in their community. Uh, whether that's making a product or actually helping somebody in their community. Nice, nice. And what's the craziest place you've ever traveled? Like, have you been able to travel outside of the country for your? I have been able to travel outside the country, but not for business. Oh, <laughs> um, it was for a cruise in January, which was very cool. Um, it was for my dad. Uh, he is a comedian. Nice. Uh, was chose to be on the K Love cruise, so we got to go on there. Um, and it was very cool to be on a cruise for the first time, uh, but just to see some different places. I have not been across the country for business yet. Hopefully that is <laughs> the possibility, uh, but I guess the craziest place, um, I mean, I've been to LA a few times, nice. which is really cool. Um, it, it's, it's a really cool place, but then it's also on the other side of the country, which is a very different time zone. <laughs> so three hour <laughs> difference. Yeah. And so like that, that, that sleep gets very, <laughs> it is very beneficial afterwards. But um, I've been to LA, New York City, um, and it's been really cool just to see all the different cultures to eat different foods. <laughs> Traveling is very important um, for exposure for ourselves and for other people to see us, you know, um, in a positive light. So that's awesome. Um, share some of the toughest lessons um, you learned while being a business owner. Uh, some of the toughest lessons, uh, probably that you're going to hear no a lot. Uh, and it's, it's, it's definitely a way of life it's not just a way of business but it's a way of life um and so um, sometimes a lot of people don't like to hear no uh, for me 
I mean, I hear no a lot, and I, I mean, now I'm used to it because I've been in business. Um, but definitely when I started, uh, I don't know if I do anything with it, but I'm competitive, and I don't want to, I don't really want to lose like that. So just to, um, there's been TV shows that we've heard no from. There's been competitions. Uh, we've probably lost. I don't want to get this number wrong, but it's it's probably exaggerated, but uh, it's like a hundred thousand dollars in mm -hmm. competition money that we could have won, but we didn't. Um, and so, just to hear all of those no's and to hear uh, a lot of things, especially at the beginning of the business, there were a lot of people telling us, "Oh, I don't think your business is gonna be." successful i don't think you're gonna get that far i don't know if your business plan is uh the right business plan uh and there are a lot of people that said no and didn't really believe in our business but we did so we kept going and uh now we're where we are today so uh just to push past those no's mm -hmm. is a big thing not just in business but in life as i said um and then also i have a quote that says you know it's just an abbreviation for next opportunity so right. after one no, after two no's, after how many no's you get, I just know that if you keep pushing and you keep going no matter what, your next opportunity could be right around the corner. What are some things um, you wish you knew before starting your business? That you're going to hear no a lot. <laughs> um, that's definitely one thing. Um, and definitely that uh, confidence can take you far and uh, you need to have confidence wherever you go so that people can... Uh, believe in your business, believe in you as well, and not to be afraid of different things. As I said, I was not that um, courageous starting. I was very shy to get on stage, to at least talk to people. I was very afraid to do that. Um, but just to push past all those fears and just go for it because you never know who you're talking to, you never know who you're serving. Uh, so just be the best you can be and just be as courageous as you can because uh, that can take you very far. In the beginnings of your business, how did you finance your business? Yeah, so uh, before or when we first started and I guess now as well, but um, my parents really saw the passion in me and uh, they dipped into retirement funds, they dipped into loans, uh, they've they, they, they've done a lot um, that they <laughs> they probably couldn't have done. Um, but just to believe in my dream and believe in um, their daughter is definitely uh, a testament for me because, I mean, I, my mom had and still does have a full-time job. She, she has the money, uh, but it's just a lot of money to make a design to make uh, a barrette itself and to ship it across the world and a lot of different things go into this business um, so uh, just for them to go inside their retirement and to fund for this has definitely shown me that they really do care about this business and that they um, really do uh, want me to succeed this is the importance of um, us um, individuals who are older, who are working even before we have children to set up 
um, opportunities where we can be able to pull out some type of money to be able to fund either our, you know, our business ventures or maybe business ventures of other um, individuals that we know that we can invest in to help their business grow within our family or whatever it is. But um, having 401ks, having a house, having ownership of something where you can, you know, take your some of your liquidate some of your assets to be able to do that is very very important so again that is kudos to your parents you gotta be happy that they you know they had that and i'm sure they made a lot of sacrifices again like your mom is um, still working um so yeah it, it takes a lot to run a business and honestly um it'll pay off in the future how are you scaling your business oh um we don't just have the barrettes we have different other we have other products such as the hair products the box uh, there's a book written about my journey and how I started. So uh, there's different bundles. There's uh, you can buy it by itself. So uh, we have not just the breads, but we have other products that you can buy um, that you also can rebuy as well or uh, restock on. And I guess we realized that we kind of solved the problem a bit too much. Uh, because uh, once you buy Gabby Rose, like you don't have to buy any other barrettes. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just a one-time thing and then you go. So uh, we saw a lot of, of our customers talking or asking about, do you have different products for my daughter's hair? Or uh, do you know any recommendations or anything like that? And so uh, we have a Facebook group and we were able to, it's about, natural hair um, and so we were able to gain things or actually get their advice for different things as well and uh, we released our hair products in April of 2019 so last year uh, and it's been really good so uh, after the year we've sold these products in uh, 40 more than 40 states in, in two countries already uh, so we've been able to I guess to figure out another problem to get customers back to our um, business and our website uh, so that people can keep rebuying our products so what two countries uh, the US and then Canada okay next nice, nice. I wanted to know are your bowls actually like patented where other companies like China, like, are they able to do the same, make the same product and go and sell it to other countries? Like, if they choose to sell it in Europe, you know, are they able to make the same product that, you know, you created? So they are patented. Uh, we are fully patented. We have our design and our utility patent. Um, and then we also have a few trademarks as well. Um, but yes, nobody can steal our idea or um, use it. Uh, and Yes, that's a, it's a big thing now because a lot of people, I mean, the planning process is definitely a long process. Uh, it took about three or four years to be actually fully patented. So uh, it is a long process, but we're definitely grateful uh, for the patents. And uh, we, yeah, we can, nobody can use our products or um, make them without our consent. Nice. And um, go, going back to scaling up, how did you guys get your product into targets yeah so um, we got into target in october and how we first or how we got into it uh, i guess we applied for a few programs that they had few accelerated programs um, and we 
got denied for the first one and then we applied for another one and we got denied again so we were like huh um what and so my mom being the person that asks about different things that um is very curious about what we can do better uh, she emailed them and asked uh, we noticed that you have denied us twice what can we do better uh, to be able to be in your program next year or the next time and so they replied pretty fast and they said that no your business is great we love it and we have another idea for you so we were like oh okay <laughs> so um we had started talking to them about january february of last year uh and we and they, i guess they said that we were on their radar for a while now and so it was it was well, a while at the time not now but um it was definitely cool to be able to um, talk to them and to actually get into stores. I mean, it's a big thing to get into big box retailers like Target. So I spent my whole entire summer last year inspecting 5,000 packs of bows. Wow. Uh, so there were boxes stacked up in the living room. I was just sitting on the couch inspecting the bows. Um, but it was definitely a great experience uh, just to be in the store for the first time to see products our bows in the store. Uh, I was in Miami in January and we visited and um, one of the colors were sold out. So it was really cool to see that and to, um, I guess, have a relationship with Target as well. Um, and before this pandemic started, about the last week of February, I actually went to the headquarters uh, for the Black Owned Business Fair um, that they have every year. And so I got to see all the people that we've been talking to for like a year, uh, actually face to face and got to have more conversations about how to scale and target, how to get ads and all those different things that you need to know to be able to have a successful, I guess, scaling or to be able to have your products be successful in Target. And uh, I got to meet different people as well. So it was really cool to be there and to actually um, just to actually sell and show our products to uh, other members or other staff members of Target as well. So um, after all the work that we've done, it's been definitely cool to be able to be in Target, to work with them. Uh, and we've been in we've been in different stores um, before this, and we got denied, we got removed, and we kept pushing. And now we're in a big box retailer, so uh, it's definitely been a great experience, and we um, are definitely uh, grateful for the relationship and the partnership. Yeah, that is a huge, huge lesson right there. Just push through. Like um, you guys got heard no twice, twice. <laughs> You guys push through and you want to know, okay, what is it that we can do so that the next time we try, that we apply, we hear a yes from you guys. And I think, honestly, that's those are some of the tough questions that we need to ask ourselves sometimes. It's like, what can we do to get better? What can we do to get to where we're trying to go? Don't just give up. Don't just get take a no for a no. And I think that's awesome that you guys push through. Um, and so did you guys end up doing the, the program or did they just completely roll you guys into something else um, and just started to put your products out there? after contacting them. They completely rolled the whole situation. Uh, wow. we, we never expected to actually be in Target stores. We just expected to. <laughs> We're in 74 stores and nice. 22 states or 25 states. 
22, yeah. Um, but uh, and we're also on Target.com. Uh, so uh, you can check on our website, uh, see if there's a store near you, there's a store locator. Um, but then also, if you don't want to go out, you can also buy it on Target.com as well. Nice. And are you guys looking to um, be in um, smaller mom and pop stores or is that low hanging fruit? Like, do you guys have a team that's reaching out to um, black owned businesses? I mean, we do have a lot of um, wholesale orders. Um, most of them are actually black owned businesses um, and they usually reach out to us. Uh, so there, there's a lot of stores that um, are not Target or big box retailers that hold our barrettes and they're also on the store locator so you can uh, check there but there's um, a lot of different uh, small or big in your area um, black owned or just um, hair stores or hair supply stores um, that could be in your area as well so nice nice if you could tell us a little bit about your um, Gabby Bowes team yeah, so um, there's me. Uh, I'm the uh, CEO and co-founder, and then there's my mom, who is the co-founder as well. Um, we have my grandma, who does most of the orders. So if you get an order, uh, she's usually the one packaging it, you know, wrapping it. Uh, oh, thank you, grandma. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, my grandma does that. Uh, we have. Um, it's Frances Jones, which is our project manager. So uh, she is the one who uh, answers emails if they want to be in an interview or, or want me in an interview like this one and nice. a lot of different things. So those are project managers, uh, our project manager. And then also we have our hairstylist, uh, my hairstylist um, on contract as well. So we have a lot of different people on contracts. Uh, we have a lot of people who are part-time. Uh, they're mostly black owned or black um, men or females or males or females. So uh, we have those people that help us. Uh, there could be people that are on contract that help us with Facebook ads or help us with taxes and bookkeeping. So there's a lot of different people that uh, help us because it definitely does take a village it does not <laughs> can't really do it by yourself yeah. um so those that is the gabby bose confidence team are a lot of products that sell um to our community we're the only consumer that consumes those hair products yet they don't use us to distribute their their products they don't use us to advertise they don't care to you know actually reach out and find ways to put, spend their dollars with us yet majority of those um, sales or all of those sales within the um, products that they have for black um, specifically they don't you know try to actually help out the community that they serve so to see that there is black owned businesses reaching out back into the community and hiring other black people it's so important because honestly even if it was just you your mom and grandma that's three black people <laughs> that is employed do you, do you know roughly how many employees you have um that are um black uh, well we don't really have full-time employees yet mm -hmm. uh but they're part-time they're contract um and most of them if not all are black awesome and to for you guys why is it important to you in your own words for you guys to hire um black contractors yes uh it's definitely important to have a team or have a village in entrepreneurship uh you can use a village in any uh 
anything but definitely in business because if you just do it by yourself that's gonna be a lot of weight on your shoulders you have to do this do that fill this order do that so it's a lot of things that you may need to do and to have people um, with you definitely makes the process easier and i guess for us we're surrounded by a lot of black entrepreneurs uh, we're in different groups that are mainly for black entrepreneurs like traffic sales and profit uh, which is a just a whole hub of <laughs> thousands of black entrepreneurs so uh, we we're with them every day we uh, I see them every day and we're just partnering with them so that um, they're not only helping us, but we're helping them as well so they can grow and that they can succeed in what they are doing as well. Nice. And um, that organization, is that for um, Black entrepreneurs that have already like made it to a certain level or is it for inspiring entrepreneurs as well? Like, Is that information that we could give to anyone that's listening to be able to join that? Yeah, it's just for any Black entrepreneurs. You can be inspiring. You can already have a seven-figure business. Uh, but it is run by uh, Mr. Lamar and Mrs. Ronnie Tyler. Um, and they are very dear and near to our hearts. Uh, they helped us scale our business, quadruple our size <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> of the business. So they are very helpful. Uh, they have a lot of resources and a lot of tips that they can share uh, with with the black community they have different um, events that aren't really going on right now uh, but they have TSP live and TSP game plan uh, and that is a lot of uh, the great it's very inspiring great of a lot of great tips uh, there are game changers a lot of um, black trailblazers that are there. I know last year Kim Coles was there and it was just it was just great. So uh, the Facebook group is Traffic Sales and Profit. They also have a mastermind as well, which we have been a part of for the last two years. Um, and they really dedicate their time to the mastermind and help them grow their business as well. So it's just a whole community and it's very um, great to see a lot of black entrepreneurs that are just like you that look just like you um, succeeding in business nice so i'm gonna definitely make sure i reach out to you to get the, um, the information to be able to put that in the show notes for any um, inspiring entrepreneurs that want to reach out to that organization to be able to scale their business up and just be able to get the help that they yes. need. Um, as I said, in the mastermind and in the TSB general group as well, um, they've helped us brainstorm with ideas and um, I guess come up with different products or how to sell those products as well. Uh, there's especially the part-time employees and the contractors we have. I forgot to mention, we also have our manufacturer, our hair product manufacturer who has also um, a black owned female or we have a lot of different people that are um, making our products that are helping us reach more people that are helping to send our orders out that are doing a lot of different things to help our business grow and a lot of them are black owned or black um, owned businesses or just black so um, just to be there and to have those connections with people and have those relationships with people definitely help as i said it, it takes a village so um, just to have one or two or three people on your team is definitely going to help um, but uh, just for us, we definitely want to um, make sure that 
Black-owned businesses are really in the spotlight, especially uh, because I know it's not just me, but a lot of Black-owned businesses want to inspire other Black people to follow their dreams and to go for what they believe in. Uh, so just to see those uh, relationships, to have those relationships definitely help and they've helped us scale our business. As I said, it's not just triple, but quadruple in yeah. sales. So uh, it, it, relationships are everything with our business and uh, it's definitely a great thing to have black owned business relationships as well. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. I did, I- Products as well. Uh, there's especially the part-time employees and the contractors we have. Forgot to mention, we also have our manufacturer, our hair product manufacturer, who is also um, a Black-owned female or so We have a lot of different people that are um, making our products that are helping us reach more people that are helping to send our orders out that are doing a lot of different things to help our business grow and a lot of them are black owned or black um, owned businesses or just black so um, just to be there and to have those connections with people and have those relationships with people definitely help as i said it, it takes a village so um, just to have one or two or three people on your team is definitely going to help um, but uh, just for us, we definitely want to um, make sure that the Black-owned businesses are really in the spotlight, especially uh, because I know it's not just me, but a lot of Black-owned businesses want to inspire other Black people to follow their dreams and to go for what they believe in. Uh, so just to see those uh, relationships, to have those relationships definitely help and they've helped us scale our business. As I said, it's not just triple, but quadruple in sales. So uh, it, it, relationships are everything with our business and uh, it's definitely a great thing to have Black-owned business relationships as well. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. I did. I completely forgot to ask what other um, Black-owned businesses that you are working with to you know, actually keep your business going. And I think that is super important for Black-owned businesses to keep that in mind. A lot of us are, um, when when it comes to you know creating something, sometimes we're just reaching out um, and putting our dollars towards other you know communities, and so it's still leaving the Black community because we're not looking to hire more Black people because we think we can take on the full work on ourselves, or you know you just don't you're not we're not doing the legwork to find okay a Black manufacturer, a Black distributor, Black advertising company. Company. like those all of those avenues are super important to kind of distribute the wealth within our because it's hard it's hard for us honestly it's amazing that you made it to a big box store like Target hopefully you get into other stores in the future as well I really hope that your business continues to thrive because there's just so many other black owned businesses that are just like tied into your and black people that's tied into your organization Thank you so much for your time, showing us. But anything you want to um, close with, the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah. So uh, our website is gabbybows.com. G-A-B-B-Y-B-O-W-S.com. Uh, you can email us there, contact us there. You can find if there's a store near you that carries Gabby Bows. Uh, you can buy the barrettes as well. Uh, so that is our website. Um, all social media is Gabby Bows. 
Um, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and you can connect with us or interact with us, with us there as well. But and thank you so much for having me.